Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Turbocharger customer experience results with nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hello, the internet, and you already heard the last episode. The teacher was going down a little bit, had that little bit of a cough, and then we're like, sir, you must vacate the premises. Uh, But nonetheless, I am here. It is season 249, episode 5 of the Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a a podcast, I almost said. Fine. (laughs) I think there's a mix of podcast and podduction. Or I think I was going to say podiatry for some reason, because I have foot pain, and I was like, I think I need a little foot doctor. Anyway, this is a podiatry podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness it's friday Yay! august 12 2022 my name is miles Gra- oh wait shit it's august 12th i gotta let you know it's national julienne fries day and that's not a famous what? actor <laughs> we're talking about julienne cut fries. fries yes french fries thin maybe wow. some shoestrings national middle child day national vinyl record day i identify oh, with two of the three I love thin fries. Okay. I'm an only <laughs> child, so miss me with that. And I love vinyl records because, as you know, my whole thing is when the solar flares hit, vinyl will be king because you will not be able to use your computer. Okay? Mm. How about you, Dan? Amen. 
I love I love a good vital record. I love a little licorice pizza as it were. You're a, you're mm-hmm. the oldest. You're the eldest child, aren't you? I am the eldest. You're the elder. Yes. And there's no middle. It's simply me and my little sister. Pliny the elder. Well, good to have you. Pliny the elder. My name is Miles Gray, aka Bow with the blimp, the blimp, the blimp, blimpy, 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 set up, jump the blimpy. Okay, shout out to Hannah Ray McView. I know that's you, Hannah Sultis. Always a pleasure seeing you on the Discord. Yeah, I'm still fucking with blimps. A few people <laughs> have hit me up. Gang. I think in Germany, they're like, my town has a blimp, but it is very expensive <laughs> to ride. I'm like, I, would you like to come out here? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like, if it's guaranteed blimpery, please let me know. <laughs> uh, but I am also thrilled to be joined, as always. You know, this last week has been it's been it's been a wild one. Daniel, mm. he's here. Right. DJ Daniel, one of the greatest Film. human beings, producers, video gamers, DJs, uh, okay. producers of music All and right. podcasts alive. Oh, geez. yes. I already said your name, so it doesn't even matter. DJ Daniel, good man. <laughs> Happy to be here, a.k.a. still R.L. Daniel Laniel rooting for my boy, little Daniel, mm. the best 15-year-old Rocket League player in the world. You're going to win it this year, buddy. I believe in you. Who is Happy that? That's a real Miles. person or that's you? Yeah, his name is Daniel. Oh, okay. And uh, he, he's literally, you know, how every, every person in esports has some like very, you know, esportsy kind of name it's 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 like faker or it's like yeah or it's you know sword slayer or something like that Mm -hmm. sword art this guy's name is literally just daniel i love that i feel kinship yes and i gotta root for him and he's 15 he's this little kid killing it you can barely see over the desk when he plays and it's like so adorable so i love when people absolutely disrespect like the trend of like the naming convention for a given genre and someone just comes in wild aggressive they're like sword slayer blind like i'm little danny I'm Daniel. Fuck with me. <laughs> Get served this L, okay? Fresh. Get served. <laughs> I love that. I was like, to be happy to be here. When I was when I was like making beats and stuff, I was trying to earn like emceeing. I was gonna mm-hmm. use the name Teddy Aiken. Cause I was some okay. kid who went to my school and I was like, everybody's like has a real nickname. I was like, I should just be Theodore Aiken. See where the fuck Theodore that Aiken. Felt oh, right. I like it. Uh anyway. Enough about us and our failed music careers. Let's move mm. on to very successful people, which are our <laughs> guests today. Yes. <laughs> or maybe you want to hear more about our, our failures in music. That could be a whole other podcast. A whole other but podcast. These two are the founders of the Mashup Americans, a media company and boutique creative studio. Maybe you've heard some mm. of their work. They've made podcasts with Peloton. I'm on the bike. Maybe you know Reese Witherspoon. I've heard of her. Or maybe you've heard of their latest, latest podcast, Love and Norebang. Please welcome, oh, a very special guest. Two guests today, Amy Choi hey, and oh. Becca Lerner. Woo! Hey, wow. hey, hey, welcome. Bang, 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 bang. We're here. What's up? Crowd goes wild. Uh, wow, it feels really good to be here. I'm ready for some blimp talk, dirigible talk. I mean, the blimpery, yes. the blimpery. Yes. That was it just, it was, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank I you feel so like much. this is language that can be applied to a lot of things. Like there's a lot of things in the world that are blimpery. Yes. You just look mm. at something. Like, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, what blimpery? Absolutely. Or like what something blimpery? blimpery. We live in the age too of like gigantic like like foods and things because we live in America mm. and you can be like mm. you can refer to like an oversized food thing. You're like, that's just some blimpery. That's some blimpery. Or Absolute just also blimpery. like people talking too much. Just yeah. like the wow. over bloated. Oh ev- just look at that blimp. Not anything we're doing here. No, obviously no, no, not at all Mm-mm. every word this matters is the opposite of blimpery yes <laughs> no hot air here no exactly. all the fat oh. has been trimmed 
Thank you. Thank <laughs> Wait, you. I have a question though about Germany. Do we think that in Germany there are that's there's like a, a higher concentration of dirigibles than there are in the U.S. As it's, we know, there's only 25 right. in the U.S. Something important to learn. Oh, oh, wait, 25 was, in the world. The world. Wait. Yes. Yes. 25. So why does Germany have, is it just because like, so, feels very war, war. Zeppelin? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Maybe. I mean, that's probably their shit. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, yeah, of course we got the last couple blimps. Not letting yeah. people appropriate our dirigible culture. Wait, have you seen the movie Up? Yes. But have that's a, talk- yeah, I've the, only seen the beginning and I got really bummed out. Oh, it's a sad, watching. it's sad. I did have to explain miscarriages to my six and three-year-old the other day because of the er- beginning montage. <laughs> but no, the diri- no, there's a whole dirigible situation in it. Not oh, the I'm not joking. Balloon. I saw the beginning. I was like, yo, this is too heavy for me. <laughs> <laughs> there is a little Hapa Japanese kid, though, who is the, who is one of what? the main characters. Yes, oh. Russell. You're missing out. I You're was completely that was huge, just, huge. I was mistake. turned off by the tragedy <laughs> that I missed the representation. Damn, ain't that the, ain't that something? Ain't uh, Amy and Becca, how are y'all? Where are you? Where are you guys at in the world? Where are you coming to us from? I am in Los Angeles, hey. my hometown. Hey. Let's go. Yes, burp, 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 burp. I am a Los Angeles supremacist, so wow. I'm very happy to be here with. Yeah. with what part of what couple. part of the city? I'm on the east side. I grew up in Los Feliz, and okay. I still live on the east side. I live in Atwater Village. Okay. So, Heck yeah. what about you guys? Uh, I'm from Miles. I'm from North Hollywood. Yes. You know? And I'm and I stay Valley with it. You know, I'm eight one eight forever. Oh, I did see. all of my education in the Valley. Oh, oh yes, eight one eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's no ho. It's no ho all day. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We know. Mm-hmm. No ho blimpery. No. Yeah. Ho. No ho blimpery. Channel. <laughs> Uh, I am a West Hollywood, Hancock Park, Windsor Square, K Town kind of person. Oh yeah, yes. and, I have, and I have stayed in the area. I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm a mere a frisbee throw away from a, the lovely Pan Pacific Park. Oh. Hopefully, that's not too revealing for anybody. But there's a lot of neighborhoods around here, and so people can throw would... frisbees many varying distances. Thank you. Too. Not me, not me. Very far. Yeah. But yes, I'm so <laughs> glad to hear that. Let's just assume that I can throw a frisbee like a half mile to really not narrow down where I actually am. Okay. But yes, yeah, we don't love it over here. The Discord area. to find you. No, no, the... no. They, they're already... <laughs> It's a, they're tracking. Amy, how about you? Where are you at? <laughs> oh my God. Well, now I'm worried about Daniel getting doxxed. But um, no. I am in Brooklyn, okay. where I. 718, stand uh, up. In the 718. Um, I am in. Pro- I just live just south of Prospect Park, which is the best park in all of New York City. Okay. And uh, but I love L.A. I'm not, you know, I grew up in Chicago, so I'm like a Midwestern Asian. And then the first yeah. time I met like L.A. Asians, I was like, why is everybody so cool? It's too much. Like all the girls rolled up into college with like their red lipstick and their eyebrows. And I was like, <laughs> right. But, um, I love L.A. My husband is Mexican and Colombian. So when our family spends time in Los Angeles, yeah. we're just like Koreans and Mexicans. We belong. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like this exactly. is our home. And you were like, Truly. you you gave me credit. You're like, wait, is pronounce Norebong right? I'm like, in L.A., th- like you passively, gotta. you can't fuck Got up pronouncing be. Spanish, mm-hmm. Korean, like Russian, Armenian, Thai. Mm-hmm. You know, then those are like 
You know, yeah. gotta respect the dialects of LA, as I call them. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, all right. Well, we're going to get to know y'all even better. But first, we're going to tell people uh, what we're going to be covering today. We're going to actually have super producer Trisha Mukherjee back uh, to tell us a little bit about voter referendums in light of what we saw in Kansas. The voters there said, yes, we like rights. We like health care. We like body autonomy. So she'll be giving us a little bit more insight into voter referendums. Uh, and then... We'll talk about uh, the struggle for coitus uh, on the right. Uh, and, uh, their <laughs> struggle for coitus. I'm so happy they're struggling. I mean, look, you know it's a problem when we see constant be like, we need an app to solve this. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, okay, all right, the all right. Uber uh, for coitus. I'm look. I'm here for dating Darwinism <laughs> to play out. You know what oh, I mean? And just see, see uh, how that goes. Um, but anyway, before <laughs> all of that. We got to ask our guest, Amy Becca, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Oh, wow. It says a lot, but I would say my most recent Google search is what is in ranch water. Oh, um, yeah. Like the the canned ranch water? Oh, canned right. ranch water, because yeah. I didn't know about it until two weeks ago. And mm. I have consumed, I would say, hundreds of ounces of, can- of ranch water they come the- in tall boys in yeah, a tall boy off. a topo chico yes. ranch water and then i realized i'm a type of person which is that like i i'm a 40 year old woman and so maybe i was late to the hard seltzer game because like mm-hmm. <laughs> since mike's large lemonade or whatever it was or Z- mm. what was zima zima i i haven't been back there and i know yeah. people are talking about white cloth i'm sorry i understand that the zeit gang is I'm delayed. But then okay. suddenly I'm like, do I need ranch water in my life? <laughs> and the answer is I do. And I want to share that with all with you. That's my most recent Google search. To well, what is down. It? it is um, tequila, Topo Chico, and like oh, a little bit of simple syrup or yeah. That's oh, it. so it is. So they, they can it with tequila because I thought you have to like label it differently or, is, you know, like, here's the question. Yeah. It effect. It definitely has alcohol in it. Yeah. But sure. I mean, yeah. but, but it's <laughs> the can. Let me tell but you. it says tequila yeah. flavor. And so, like, what is that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I just said, like, we like to call it vibes water. We were we've been calling it vibes water. Yes. yes. Love it. Our kids were like, what are mommy and Tia Becca drinking? And we were like vibes water yeah, just, vibes. we were just having tall boys of vibes water <laughs> yes. yeah real good agua de vibe okay. uh, agua oh, de see, vibe I yeah, claro. please. I yeah please <laughs> los vives déjame tranquila okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, oh, shout out to like the Texan uh, super producer Becca saying it's ranch water based on the actual cocktail look, that's how we get things in LA Things might be start off places. We're like, when does it? When does Topo Chico can it for us? Yes, exactly. correct. I my husband did make me thank you, Becca, uh, other Becca, for that because he did make me an, a, a real one the other day. Uh, hmm. We spent a lot of time researching yes. that <laughs> ranch. Anyways, uh, that's me, Amy. What is your me? most recent? Oh, I, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm the host here. <laughs> Becca, go on about this ranch water. <laughs> I'm just Amy, drunk you, right now. It's Friday morning. Oh, well, we've had a few ranch waters. Um, my most recent, or one of my most recent, I'll say, because I came across a tweet, and the thing that like soothes my mind because I'm kind of at the end of the day, always looking for some sort of 
light lobotomy, like a mm-hmm. diet lobotomy oh, to calm yeah, myself yeah. down at the end of the day. So I, yeah, healing lobotomy. Yeah. And um, I saw a tweet from the New York City Park Service, which had a picture of a squirrel like on its belly, all four limbs splayed out. And it said that don't worry about city squirrels if you see them like this because they do this to cool down and it's called splooting. Splooting? Splooting. S-P-L-O-O-T-I-N-G. And I was like, that's not real. Yeah. And I Googled it. But it, it's true. It's what like furry four-legged animals do when they get hot. So like you might see your dog splooting. Right. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah. I've, I've, like, seen, I've seen the little pupper sploot. Yeah. yeah for sure. Splooting is a thing. And I was like, okay. Who, but it who just gave me great word? joy. What's the etymology of sploot? Well, yeah, because I, I think that splooting is when, what is the thing when it sounds like what it is? Onomatopoeia? Onomatopoeia. Uh-huh. Sploot. It's a sploot. Yeah. Sploot. You just splooted. Yeah. It's, it's like splooted. a blimp. It's not a It's like a blimp. It ain't a split. It's a sploot. It's a split is much more sploot. graceful, I feel like. A sploot is different than a bleh. splat. A splat is violent. A split yes. is a elegant. Feels a sploot deadly. in between. The wow. sploot is in between. Okay. Oh, that was poetry. Anyway. Welcome to our new podcast, Split Splat Sploot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if anybody needs to do a little sploot later, I won't judge you. It's hot. Yeah, it's summer. It's hot We're shit. doing climate yes. things are happening. I was like, God might need to take me because... I'm just splooting all over the place. <laughs> but you also were Googling dew point, something we didn't know was a measurement until like three weeks ago in New York City. Because when there was like the New York City dew point is is now we might all die. Yes. Right. I still don't understand what dew point is. I did a lot of Googling, but it's basically something about, about to do that light bulbs and like when it's too humid for sweat to evaporate or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway. The dew point in L.A. is usually oh. like always perfect. And the dew point in New York in July, it turns out, is no bueno. So, Ooh. but huh. the that, dew point is you... leading me to sploot is what, right, situ- right, right, what, right. what I'm saying here. <laughs> right. OK. So that's just just makes you feel how humid it really feels. It's more like a measure Got of how it. we experience it. Right. With the higher dew. Yes. With, as it's like wind point, as a function of a humid as of humidity. Yes. It's like when growing up in Chicago, that was a big thing. It's like, oh, right. It's. 40 degrees outside, but it feels like seven. I was like, then it's seven degrees. Right. Why Why does it matter that <laughs> why you're are we talking me about 40? This? Why, why are you telling me this? Why is even a thing? They're like, I mean, it's it's 85, but with the dew point, it's going to feel like 93. And mm-hmm. you're like, then the, what, then what does the first that. number have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. If that I, I don't want to be so self-centered, but it's essentially how do I feel is what only thing I care about regarding temperature. Thank you. Yes. yes. Thank I you. wish like the weather would just be an outfit. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> you know, like, yes. I don't need to know I don't really need to know. Like, if you just show me it's tank top and sandal, yeah. I go, oh, it's there fucking hot. If there's no hot. tank top, I'm like, wait, it's, it's so hot. We have to be nude. Okay. That, I can go. And then maybe I, add, I, I, by the different times of day, it's like you need to add a layer. It has right. a layer that you need to add. Oh, mm-hmm. like we're going to start off flip flop sandal. We're going to get to sleeve t-shirts by midday. Yes. And then, you know, see that a, through the rest of the night. A shawl. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a shawl. What do men do instead of a shawl? Hmm. What can yeah, we do instead of a shawl? Because you, you, I don't see like, you know, like I feel like in L.A. there's always a throw on of the cardigan or, sure. the, or the big scarf Oh, yeah, it's just the hoodies. Just hoodies. Just hoodies. Yeah, hoodies. Yeah. I, I, I got a couple light jackets, mm. like some windbreaker type things. Does L.A. have fall guy? Like, you know, no. fall, it's like pumpkin well, spice girl. We do, but it's mostly people like us who grew up here who have never had seasons. So, the, <laughs> like, we're the meme of like when people are like, "Oh, when it's sixty-eight in L.A. and somebody's got like a puffer jacket on." Yeah, yeah, yeah but shorts, but shorts. 
Yeah, but exactly. shorts. Yes. Well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll wear shorts, a North Face, and a beanie if I have to, or a toque there we go. for my Canadian listeners out there. Mm. <laughs> Shout out toques. Shout out toques. Shout out to Also, quickly, before we get started with everything, I want to ask about Mashup Americans. I said, what? Mashup Americans? And you, you talk are about Mashup Americans. I know. Hey, your uh, guide to, as you say, hyphen America. Let people know kind of like what the the sort of thrust is of, of, of your company, because I think it is very relatable for many people who live in this country. Yeah, we are an independent media company, and we started off telling stories about race, culture, and identity in America. The company came about because we were looking around at ourselves and all of our friends, like immigrant kids, first and second generation, yeah. um, like in relationships or just like in deep friend groups where everybody came from a different culture. But what really bound us was that we were all people that were navigating multiple cultures. Mm -hmm. And we really believe and have leaned into this belief and have been proven right time and time again that all all great culture, great ideas, great art, great leadership and great creativity comes from these margins where people are navigating multiple areas, are really fluid with their thinking mm -hmm. and being proven right, being on this show and looking at you, Miles. OK, well, thank you. No, just... I know. Well, look at you and your pronunciation. A lot of payola. A lot of payola to get here. <laughs> oh, uh, I paid know. that 50K yeah. to get on here. <laughs> I know. Hey, tell shout you out about to my, my crypto, Zytecoin. <laughs> Zytecoin, y'all, get in. It's not a rug pull. I swear get to God, it's it. not a rug it's not, pull. Yeah, not getting rugged, promise. But for legal reasons, I have to say it is a rug pull. <laughs> but now that you know, walk around and find out. <laughs> Moving on, what is something you both think is underrated? I think underrated for me is food, food and strip malls. Okay. And I think in Los Angeles, Boom. that's the best food that there is, period. Mm -hmm. And I've been watching Street Food, that uh, Netflix, Netflix oh, show. Hell yeah. And the L.A. episode, I literally wept because it was a <sighs> celebration of, you know, food in strip malls or on the street. And yeah. um, it was just joy that the dollar. What is it? Um, dollar meats. What's that like? This, that's literally what it is. You get meat for a dollar. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> but uh, yeah, strip malls, strip mall food is just glorious. Love that. Hard yep. agree. Uh, this is this is this is just speaking straight to my heart. I could not yeah. feel this m more more so. And I appreciate you for bringing it up because there's oh, my goodness, there's a cultural there's a cultural oh my goodness. not even He's getting fired up. Folks, you heard him say, I'm oh my sorry. Goodness. I just love this shit so much. But like there's a very light cultural touchstone for this, but it's from a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. Did anybody see that? Horrible Zac Efron electronic music movie, We Are Your Friends. Yeah. Because there's a scene in that movie. <laughs> there's like, you know how people will make like a story point about something that's a, like a growing up movie. And it's like, but we all did this thing. And then that becomes a story point later in the movie. Right. That thing in that movie is the best sushi is at a strip mall in North Hollywood. Mm. And right. I, A, I agree with that. But B, that movie should not be the cultural touchstone <laughs> for that statement. Yeah. We need to make that meet. Becca, right now, you saying that, this is the moment. This, this is the this moment. episode of the Daily Zeitgeist is the moment where we say respect to our strip mall restaurants because they are so good. Yeah. Thank you so much. They are, are so small good. business centers. Thank you. They, the I, will, I will give a shout out to a documentary from a couple of years ago, which was about Jonathan Gold, who is like oh, a yeah. great... A classic. The, LA yeah, Life. City of Gold, which actually follows mm. him across L.A., like basically, I, I can't remember if it's like Pico or Olympic, but mm -hmm. taking it across the city and going to all these different neighborhoods and food places and just just 100 percent. And just, yeah, it's joyful. What's your favorite spot to eat in a strip mall in L.A.? Um, wow. What a question. What a moment. 
Oh, oh man. All right. I have two answers because because how, how the hell can I not? OK, one of my favorite sushi places is in the corner of a strimmel. It's literally like in the corner spot. It uh, it used to be called Heroes and Gourmet, but now it is called um, they changed the name over the pandemic. Um, Matsumoto. Mm. Matsumoto. Uh, Orlando and Beverly. It's really good. But the other one is Sky's Tacos. Sky's Tacos oh, is Skies? fusion soul food and, and you on, uh, on Jefferson on Pico. or no on Pico. That's yes. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. They yes. have. Yes. OK. Soul food, Mexican fusion. Yeah. Their crawfish tacos. What? Are untouchable. Yeah. They are so good. Crawfish tacos with the sassy sauce. Yeah. Sassy my sauce. I my will word. be oh, yeah. there after <laughs> this. Thank you so I much. Not, I could not recommend that taco highly enough oh, it is so uh, incredible please go enjoy local business it is you know very local la people family run i could not be a bigger fan of sky's tacos and it's just stuck snuck in there on pico it's a great great pico and thank you so much that's where it is very good thank you yeah 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 uh always great food abounds uh amy how about you what is something you think is underrated something i think that is underrated is like doing things really badly and just enjoying them, but doing them. I feel like everybody, there's so much like hustle or like, oh, I like to make arts and crafts. And then somebody's like, you guys should sell that on Etsy. I don't know. That's like what people used to say. Or, you know, I came up as like a writer and then it Mm -hmm. was like, well, so how do you monetize? Whatever. And I was just like, you know what? Doing things real bad, but like having fun while doing them is the actual awesomest thing. Like, that's always Boom. like my like any sport or any activity. This is something that I feel like was super important for Love and Norebang, actually, because like it's actually no fun if somebody's a great singer. Right. Like you're supposed to suck. Yeah. You're supposed to just go out there and like sing, you know, it's just like a it's it's vibes water in a Norebang. Mm-hmm. Whatever the vibes water of choice is in the Norebang. Yes. But like I think it is so essential to for me go. Makuli and height. Oh um, there you yeah. go. Yeah, little height. Height is the best. A lot of makuli, though. I love makuli. Me too. I you know, you can now they come in great little seltzered, like slightly what? carbonated cans. Uh huh. Oh, you can no, get all kinds of trouble. flavor. <laughs> that's trouble. The other okay. thing that they're selling now is you know those yeah. little like yogurts that come in the little plastic with oh, the yeah. red. Um, mixing that with soju. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like the one to one shot. Wait, are okay. we starting a canned drink company together? I think, I think so. We should. <laughs> okay, Justin, we need to cut this part out of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> these are fucking these these are stellar gold. ideas. These ideas are gold. gold. <laughs> yeah, I like your underrated because basically what it is, it's like, remember play? Yeah. Like having fun? Yeah. Just yeah. Having fun. Everything is too high stakes or like in the pursuit of like commodifying our skills or something like that when like, like to your point, like, I think for most people, the last time you did something not good and didn't give a shit was when you're a kid because you are mm. playing and you're not doing something to, like, assess your abilities. Mm. And I think that's, like, a really important thing. It's like you lose sight of just having fun rather than, is this an assessment of what I can do? And, like, that's a whole other fucking stress. Or, like, thing. should we be spending time doing this? Like, is this a valuable right. pursuit? Or, like, am I being the most efficient or productive or, like, no. maxing out on this? I'm like, no, Thank just you. do some, Just, like, just yeah. do it. Just Kill do the it. capitalist Just in your brain. It. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard. I yeah. mean, like... Are you being efficient? Oh, I hate being efficient, except I am all the time because I'm programmed. Also, <laughs> I think that's the thing about being a mashup and being an immigrant kid is that, like you just, like, achieve, achieve, achieve. And so being bad at something is not something that, like, 
Fuck erased no. to do. No, it's Fuck it's no. Like, Are you kidding me? How much bring... fucking money I spent in therapy to be like, I don't like to struggle in front of other people. <laughs> <laughs> and I never will. To the point where I will become inert. <laughs> and you because you would start achieving at such a level, you you almost like cauterize that a bit like your ability to just do anything because you're like, nah, every single thing I have to do has to be out the fucking park. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was raised on a steady diet of like, you better fucking do nine times better than everybody else if you're gonna get half the shit they get, and then you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. See, the problem with that that I struggle with is I'm like <sighs> sometimes they're not wrong. <laughs> and then you're like, shit, I gotta do time jumps better. But it yeah. doesn't it like that that reality still shouldn't impact our ability to play. Never, never. Amen. And never, that's amen. the thing about representation, which uh your little Hapa Japanese kid in up and also yeah. um, Russell. Russell yeah. is that um <laughs> we also should be able to be represented to be mediocre. One hundred percent. Like just sometimes people suck out there and that's also real. Oh anyway. yeah. Man, the pressure on me be to do good at golf or basketball and shit. Uh, <laughs> shit. Um, our friend Jenny Yang has a saying for it that she coined called the rep sweats. When you mm. like see one of your own out there and they're not doing good and you're like, oh, God, oh, just start sweating. Just start sweating. Just start sweating. Like, oh, I don't God. know them. I, don't always- know them. <laughs> I gotta go. Oh, my phone's ringing. I have to leave here. We always call that inside voices, too. Like the stuff where in, in, inside you could be like, oh, God, they're terrible. You yeah. have to like represent you you're like, no, no, they're fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's good. Right, right, right. They're fine. And that's fine for them. That's fine for them. I'm not judging them. Like I know their parents would be right now because I'm not me. I would yeah. never judge them. Yeah. Not I. I'm very relaxed. Um, what is something you think is overrated? I would say I think spoilers, like no spoilers are overrated. I like mm. to know what's gonna happen at the end. It helps me relax into You're watching something like, yeah i less don't like tension. less tension people. allows me to really embrace the embrace the moment and that's mm. something that amy and i have have to overcome in the nine mm-hmm. years of our partnership <laughs> is that she now her daughter's like me and so i'm like just call me up i'll tell you yes cinderella's gonna get the guy she's gonna get him <laughs> and there is tension, and then i'm but- like why are you showing her princess movies and then yes. it's just too late it's too it's late too late the, so that's the, all the i just sailed. feel like it's it's overrated not having a spoiler. I'm like, I want a spoiler. That's yeah, all. Anyways. I feel that. Thank you. I don't, I mean, That's why she loves rom-coms. Love. Mm. Oh, yeah, because they're... Fan happy. Like, yeah, they're like looking at like a, I don't know, like a Where's Waldo book. You're like, yeah, I know. Like, sure, the scene <laughs> is different, but I know Waldo's right. somewhere in here and it's familiar. <laughs> yeah, like miscommunication. Everyone needs to go to therapy, but they don't. Then exactly. they figure it out. They find each other. They're in love. Then they're happy and they're singing a song at karaoke. And that is what I'm interested in exploring right now as a that. human being. Thank you so much. Yeah, because no one's like, I, I get like certain things. I'm trying to think. I remember when I saw The Sixth Sense, someone was like, you know, he's dead, right? Before I saw it. And I was like, what? And and I, it didn't make sense. I was like, oh, my bad. You didn't see it. And I was like, what the fuck? So in my mind, I was like, what is he talking about? And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, that's what's going on. But then I wasn't like, oh, shit. <laughs> like that completely fucked up the thing for me. So it's like right. even like those moments where it feels like that's like the whole fucking po- the whole point of watching that. I was still like, right. okay, that that's cool. Like yeah. I'm never mad like seeing an art piece like in a book before seeing right. it in person. No, thank you so much. Different experiences completely. 
Thank you for supporting me. And also, I get a oh, lot I'm of Oh, I'm saying tension. no. Hold on. I hate the shit out of spoilers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but I'm just saying I get where you're coming from. <laughs> I, I, would like to add to, I would like to add to Becca's point real fast also. And like, I feel like the whole like no spoilers conversation comes up super heavy in like superhero movie mm. culture and like nerd movie culture. And I would just like to say that despite the fact that, sure, you don't want whatever movie spoiled for you, when it comes to like superhero movies, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? It's a movie where someone has a 10 movie contract that they're failing at. You think you think they're going to lose? Yeah. You think they're going to lose the fight? <laughs> they're right. going to go up against something. It's going to be, oh, no, I almost didn't win. And then they're going to win. You are, yeah. Spoiler alert. Thank you. It also kind of feels like a spoiler alert. Somebody spoiling it is just like, it's just an excuse to get mad. Mm, yeah. Like just to jump on people, mm. be like, oh, you spoiled the thing. It's yeah, it like, yeah. I, I feel like it's just, we have so much madness inside of us. That we're yeah. just right. trying to find more like rules to put around it. Absolutely. Mm. And anybody who like if it really is that important to your being that things aren't spoiled for you, like and anything, if something's it. important to you, you know how to avoid that shit in your yeah. own self-interest. Like I don't like certain sports scores being like if I have a game recorded, I know yeah. to not fucking look at Twitter. I know to not check People who I've like, I talk with about it. They'll be like, "Hey, are you watching it live?" And I say, "No, shut the fuck up." <laughs> and then they know, and then I'm they fine know. because I know how to fucking keep my blinders on. But I guess mm. for others, it's more like, "I need everything to passively be what I will," and any effort <laughs> is too much uh, because everything was done for me. How about you, Amy? What's something you think is overrated? Uh, I'm just. I think it's. I would like everything to be done uh, passively that the way that I like it. Um, <laughs> Yes, right now. This is a weird thing to say on a news show, but, and I really am realizing now that I sound like I'm like promoting mediocrity in all areas, but I think it's overrated to be like too on top of current events. There's Ah. just too much. I actually, (laughs) like, this is, I, I have this conversation with my therapist, which is just, she was like, after some, you know, really horrible stuff that had happened in our world, like in the spring, she was like, you know, reading more about it isn't going to help like you know what you know and like Mm -hmm. i think getting every single like news push from like the times or whatever or being like i'm totally addicted to twitter so i'll be like scrolling all day and i'm like oh what happened here did this Mm -hmm. happen and it's just like it's i don't think it's it's i don't think it's good for us no no and it's it's definitely not good for me personally so i'm just like okay it's okay if i find out something 12 or 24 hours later absolutely (laughs) like also what does that mean and it's just there's a it's like a weird competition one-upness that i think it happens to a lot of people in media where you're just like i gotta know the thing i gotta be the first i gotta do this i gotta have my take and then it's just like but do you really like unless you're really gonna add something i'm just kind of like okay let it like maybe it can sit for a while and you can go out and like touch grass and live your life for a second 100 touch grass yeah i mean TG. Feels important. <laughs> yes. TG. TG, please. Reach out, I, 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 I totally agree with you. I mean, like, granted, I have to, I'm, I'm on top of everything, but there are, ba- there are boundaries and limits to how I interact with the news. Like, I'm not. So, I'm so not what are on, your, what are your big boundaries? Like, how do you stay safe? Oh, I don't, I'm not looking at Twitter at night. I'm not mm. looking. I, I stop looking at the news around 3 p.m. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great. Unless like shit's blowing up in a text thread and people are like, yo, did you see this? But I'm not, I I spend most of my day just getting caught up 
And then after that, I'm like, whatever, I'll catch it in the morning. Like, I don't need to mm-hmm. know everything. And that's another thing is uh, I think we all just as humans, we have like a terrible impulse to like ruminate on problems. Mm-hmm. And so that rumination also extends to like current events where we're like, well, this is how I solve a problem is I think nonstop about it. And then maybe right. something will appear from me just thinking constantly about it. And typically the only thing I get from that is like dread. So yes. part of it is saying, yeah, okay, that's what happened. I can, I'll, that, 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 that will stay happening, <laughs> but I also need to then look out for myself. And, and I think mostly it's really just in the name of like self-care is really connecting the idea that one is actually antithetical to the other. Like if you right. want to stay chronically online, unless you're built a completely different way, chances are you will burn out emotionally at some point. Yeah. And I've definitely experienced that for sure. Although I will say last week was the first week where I refreshing the Alex Jones verdict. Oh, I was yeah. like, she was so I happy. Was, I was, she was like, just like I was laughing, like, hold on there. So she cried. The, the, we ju- the jury's yeah, no, out. <laughs> we were living for it, that. It was good eating. It was good eating last week. Very it was good. good eating this week. Good <laughs> eating this week, too. You know, I'm like, oh, really? They're like, there's a, there's a narc in the MAGA world. We're like, yeah. Wow. Are y'all really the FBI? They're like, first time? (laughs) Just first time hearing about them? Uh, But I've yet to see the GOP evoke COINTELPRO as a reason that we need to move away Mm. from the FBI. When will that happen? I don't know. How deep will they go in the FBI's history to find something truly unsavory? Uh, Anyway, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back and we'll bring super producer Trisha into the show. Right after this. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien. I've got to tell you guys about something new. I've been trying this year. I've been drinking Health Aid Kombucha. I'm on the booch. 
you guys. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice. It's super thirst quenching, a little sweet, a little tangy, very refreshing. Uh, comes in delish flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, Ginger Lemon is a personal fave. Uh, you guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink alternative to soda that instead of uh, making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, uh, it was thirst quenching and made your tummy feel good. Since they sent me a box of Health Aid Kombucha, I've been drinking far fewer unhealthy soda pop and far more Health Aid Kombucha, and they make my tummy feel all warm and good. Cold in my mouth, warm in the tum-tum is not their slogan yet. Uh, you can have it, Health Aid. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we're back. Uh, so last week we were talking about the state of Kansas, the voters there. There was a you know voter referendum there to basically amend the state constitution. Where they said, yeah, you know what? No one can get an abortion. But luckily, overwhelmingly, that amendment or proposed amendment was defeated. And we, everyone was like, wow, great. I'm glad we're setting a baseline that a majority of people knew what time it was to vote, even though. They were very, very intentionally trying to uh, not trick, confuse voters by putting it during a primary, because if you're a non-affiliated voter, you might have been like, well, this is like the party primaries. Can I go and vote on this amendment? And because the state has mathematically more Republicans and Democrats are like, this is the perfect time. We'll have more Republicans energized to vote on this. And no one will show up. And guess what? That didn't happen. But to talk a little bit more about uh, referendums, we've got to bring in Trisha McCurgy. Thank you so much for coming, Super Producer. Christian, how are you? <laughs> wow, what an intro. Hello, everyone. How are you? Good to be back. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> what wisdom can you drop on us with your, your actual journalistic abilities rather than my over-caffeinated screams I do? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I, I love listening to your over-caffeinated <laughs> screams. Please don't. No, I'm serious. <laughs> Okay, so like everyone else, I was watching and reading about the results of the referendum in Kansas. Basically, what happened, as you said, Miles, was that there is an amendment proposed to the Constitution to basically ban abortion. And 
the voters came in and they basically said no. It was an unambiguous rejection of this amendment that would ban abortion. And 58% of people voted no. So that's quite a lot um, considering how close elections usually are. Yeah. And one of the reasons that this referendum may have gone through, it's a little hard to say this for sure, but perhaps uh, representatives expected low voter turnout and an easy passage of the amendment. And it turns out that's not what happened, thankfully. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So anyway, watching this, I was kind of intrigued, like, I was basically just curious, what is the power of referendums um, now that Roe v. Wade has been overturned and a lot of abortion rights is up to the states? Do we have hope using referendums to perhaps Mm. minimize the damage of the Supreme Court decision? Now, thinking of states like Kansas, a lot of people on the coasts might kind of give up on them because, you know, we, we call a lot of these states flyover states. We don't really pay a ton of attention to them. We think of them as maybe a lost cause for causes like abortion. And Kansas does lean Republican. It does lean conservative. Prior to 2020, it voted for a Democratic pres- uh, Democrat for president only once in 70 years. Yeah. So the fact that voters in Kansas turned out and said, we do want to preserve abortion in our state, makes, it, makes us think, like, how can this play out in other states? And how can we use referendums, which actually are more democratic than our current systems of Supreme Court justices who are just, like, nine people who are totally out of touch with the actual world or politicians yeah. who take money, you or know, like these political creatures that are funded by, like, the darkest interests. And they're like, yeah, that's a judge who we think has good judgment or <laughs> at least knows what team they're on, right? Yeah, like, this is totally fair. Right. No, not at all. (laughs) So I started looking into, you know, what would happen if we had a referendum at a national level. And that answer was really clear. We just wouldn't have an abortion ban because 65% of voters support abortion rights in the U.S. Now, if we go a little bit further down to the state level, according to an analysis by The New York Times, if all the states were given a referendum about abortion— only seven states would vote to significantly restrict abortion. And so that number, seven states, is compared to 26 states that are predicted to roll back abortion after the Supreme Court decision, which is a huge difference. That's like 40% of the total country's states that are only potentially rolling back abortion rights because the people don't get a direct voice. It is those vested political interests making decisions. So in reality, can we rely on referendums? The short answer is yes, but also no. I was so, hoping you could have just said yes. And like, All I right. wish. Woo, that was clean. Okay, I love that. Wouldn't that be simple? End of story. Right. <laughs> but so in the U.S., there's 26 states which have referendum processes. Most of them are in the western part of the country, so not really any of the east coast states. And a lot of those states that do have the res- referendum processes are the ones where abortion might be restricted after Roe v. Wade was overturned. So some of those states are Arizona, Utah, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, Missouri, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and a few more. And in fact, referendum is actually going to be in play because four states have put abortion directly on the ballot in November. And those ones are California, Michigan, and Vermont. Those are going to ask voters whether to affirm the right to abortion And Kentucky, good old Kentucky, is going to ask voters if they want to reject the right to abortion. 
So definitely, if you're in those states, make sure to vote. That is super, super important 100%. on that referendum. And I mean, is I know referendums to be a slippery slope, you right. know, because in California, there's we have the ballot proposition process where you, there, we do see a lot of things that can feel like uh, positive legislative opportunities, but really can be bankrolled again by moneyed interest. Exactly. So in that sense, it we we do also have to contend with just sort of like the double edged sword of how these operate as well, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, one great example of that is Brexit. Just looking across the <laughs> right. pond, oh, like gosh. we do not want Brexit to happen again. And you can just imagine throughout history, if we had referendums for all these big moral issues, right. how much like hateful law would be embedded into our state and federal constitutions. Right. So it's definitely not an end all be all. Right. But in some cases, such as in abortion, especially, you know, where so many people are against abortion restrictions, it does hold a lot of power. And maybe I can give you one example of that, which is in Ireland. So back in 1983, a lot of people in Ireland were getting kind of freaked out because in the rest of the world, policies are becoming very liberal towards abortion. And a lot of these Catholic leaders are like, no, we don't want that. Let's amend the Constitution ASAP right now. And they did. So we can't ever quantify just the pain and suffering that came from that constitutional amendment. Mm -hmm. But what we do have was this one case that really overturned public opinion. It was a woman named Savita Halapanavar who lived in Ireland. She was admitted to the hospital 17 weeks pregnant and she was basically having a miscarriage. And her like she was getting infected, she was really suffering health-wise and her health was dec declining very fast, but because the doctors could still hear the fetal heartbeat, they couldn't help her at all. They couldn't just basically induce or perform an abortion, even though they knew that it was already a miscarriage and that the pregnancy was lost. And so they were just, she and her husband were waiting in the hospital for a few days, just in severe pain. And in the end, she died because by the time the fetal heartbeat couldn't be detected anymore, her body had been infected and you know, this is such a tragic case. We talk about how people should be allowed to have abortions for whatever reason. Just the fact mm -hmm. that you don't want a kid is simply enough. But when you hear about cases like this, it's like, fuck, this is Compounds really bad. Compounds tragedy. Yeah, for sure. Right. So then there is a referendum in Ireland and there's this new wave of activism that really, really surged up in efforts to repeal the Eighth Amendment, which was that one that banned abortion. And after a lot of campaigning, the amendment was repealed with a vote of 66%. And this is a huge victory because if it was just up to elected representatives, maybe the life of a fetus would still get priority over the life of the parents. Mm. It's I, I think it's just really the conversation in the U.S. It's, it, it's wild how much we're already kind of hearing the human cost of the Dobbs decision already. And where I think in the United States, we're always wondering what what will it take for people to actually understand what's at stake here? Because it always it's sort of like this pattern of like, well, that's this other group. It couldn't possibly be me. And then even when there are stories that are real, people are like very quick to be like, that couldn't have happened. That's not real. That's too horrific for me to believe. And I don't want my beliefs to align with a reality like that. But I think what is great and I think was really heartening, like as is the case in Kansas, was the referendums. Like they 
they offer people an opportunity to voice their concern or mm. their support for something. And a lot of the times it goes against sort of like the accepted wisdom where people are like, Kansas is a red state. It's never going to happen. Where meanwhile, right. when you really look, it's a very vital place for many people in the South and Midwest to have abortion, safe abortion access as well. And yeah, I think it, it, it also helps us realize that there are these like talking points that come out of political parties, but there are certain things that are just accepted across the board where a majority of the millions of people that live here are like, no, 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 I believe bodily autonomy is is like an inalienable right. Or I believe that people should, no matter who you want to marry, if you are happy and you are married, whatever you want to define that as, please go ahead. But yeah, like I, I think to the point that we're sort of making here is is this a potential way to explore more ways for people to be able to support these kinds of broader issues that we all seem to agree on. Yeah, exactly. Because, right, if you think about the origin of our current political system, like we go back to the founding fathers and basically they're saying, oh, anyone who's not a man, anyone who's not white, anyone who doesn't own property and isn't educated shouldn't have a voice. Like those are the right. people who we need to somehow suppress. And that's why they chose the elected representative system versus direct democracy, which would be more of a referendum type thing. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Can't have direct democracy here because yeah. then they'd be like, what? They don't like being poor and exploited <laughs> and want better outcomes for themselves and their families. Right. Can't do that here. Well, Trisha, thank you so much for stopping by with uh, some more reporting and opening our eyes a little bit further. Always appreciate you. Amen. Of course. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. Of course. Well, and we'll be right back uh, to talk a little bit about the MAGA dating scene after this. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien. I've got to tell you guys about something new. I've been trying this year. I've been drinking HealthAid Kombucha. I'm on the booch. You guys, uh, if you're not familiar, it's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice. It's super thirst quenching, a little sweet, a little tangy, very refreshing. Uh, comes in delish flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, Ginger Lemon is a personal fave. Uh, you guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink alternative to soda that instead of Uh, making you feel like you were drinking chemicals. Uh, It was thirst quenching and made your tummy feel good. Since they sent me a box of Health Aid Kombucha, I've been drinking far fewer unhealthy soda pop and far more Health Aid Kombucha, and they make my tummy feel all warm and good. Cold in my mouth, warm in the tum-tum is not their slogan. Yet, uh, you can have it, Health Aid. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we're back. Republicans dating. <laughs> not a thing. Uh, really, I guess. Uh, if you are a really sad fascist this week and you are just devastated by the news that law enforcement occasionally comes for rich white people and you're single, this week may not be all bad, actually. Because that's right. Uh, as if no one fucking asked because they didn't. <laughs> former White House press secretary Kaylee McEnany's sister, okay, (laughs) Ryan, (laughs) she's out here. How many N's? You got to spell it. There we go. You know, look, (laughs) it's like got seven N's because it's like, (laughs) and this is our daughter, Ryan. (laughs) 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 She's out here hawking Mm. a new product for single magas. And we saw this teased before because Peter Thiel was investing in this dating platform called uh, The Right Stuff. Ugh. Uh, you know, because all of us are down with new kids on the block and mm-hmm. we can get that cool reference. But he's backing uh, uh, it. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah <exactly>. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this is like so Peter Thiel has been uh, investing in this. 
And this is another app in a long line of failed dating apps that's tailored uh, to bigots. And we've ta- we talk about this every time they come up. I remember in the beginnings when the Trump administration first began, there were all these like pieces that were like, what it's like to be a Republican trying to date in the beltway. Uh, like, those was my favorite genre, though, because then they would say and then the person saw on, you know, on Tinder or whatever that I I'm a Republican or work in the Trump administration right. and they dumped me. And I was like, yeah, that is a joy. Yeah, no this is shit. joyful. This means <laughs> <a> joy. <laughs> they didn't like my Twitter bio said Mexicans are bad. <laughs> and they, they took a problem with that. And they said, I'm racist. I don't understand. I deserve to I be loved too, even though I, <laughs> my whole personality is built on dehumanizing others. <laughs> but there was this one, one app called writer. Okay. <sighs> R I G H T E R. And this, their tagline was, quote, when you're tired of getting swiped left, <laughs> when you're tired of getting swiped left on for your political beliefs, use Ryder. OK, fine. Then there was Donald Daters, if you remember. No. Donald Daters. Uh, no. really? Yes. The What's... founder said this, the need that they said, quote, I saw a real need for this. People who go on the mainstream apps, they're told if you're a Trump supporter, swipe left. That app's data got fucking hacked like three days after launching, and it was a total embarrassment. If you look, these accounts like they, their Twitters haven't they've like haven't been active since like 2019. So it's it's definitely a struggle out there for for the racists, and you know I don't feel for them, but I understand the investment opportunity for people like Peter. But it's just it's very definitely hard in this dating scene, and it's again like I'm saying. It, we're all about vibes. It's almost like mm. when your whole identity is like, these Bad are non-humans. These yeah. are non-humans. That's not a, that's not a fuckable vibe. I'm sorry. No. For most no. Very, very unfuckable. And I get other people might be like, I am also backwards and hate, but, I have a feeling those couples aren't really going to, I don't think a, a, a relationship a deep built connection on hate. there. Yeah. Mm. More underlying issues. I just wish them nothing. Like, I feel like they shouldn't be allowed to buy Apple products. They shouldn't be like whenever I see like a Republic, like Ivanka wearing an Apple watch. I'm like, you shouldn't be allowed to have nice things. Oh, yeah. I just feel like (laughs) they should not be allowed to have anything. I have a very, really rich fantasy about what happens in through punishment, like turning all the Trump buildings into house housing for homeless folks, public housing and all the and all the golf courses into parks and, you know, all that. They're just a very rich. It's rich. And yeah. he has yeah. to watch it all. Take over. Yeah, he has to watch it all from <laughs> yeah. jail. But yeah. <laughs> uh, that that being said, I I wish I I wish them no love and no. And I also am assuming that it has a horrible design interface and somehow is like a terrible uh, experience. OK, for well, guess what? Bad UI. Uh the UI looks pretty dope. You want to know oh. how I know? Because I, I'm watching the promo video and you're going to have to watch a part of it too right now. Yeah. What? Listen mm-hmm. in because here's Ryan McEnany. Ryan with nine N's. There is two N's. Oh my goodness. Out here. Uh, this is like kind of like a chopped up version of the, the ad. What is but she wearing? What's happening? What's happening? A straight jacket. It is oh, like goodness. a... <laughs> I don't know. What you what do you call that? Like a biker It's a double-breasted? Yeah. yeah. Anyway... Check her out, and this is her kind of giving you a pitch on why you should go to Hateration, the data app, or whatever. 
Hey guys, I'm Ryan. I've got to tell you about something I am so excited to announce. Ah! A dating app for all of us conservatives. It's called The Right Stuff. Uh-huh. It's launching this September. Okay. What I love most about it is that it's invite only. Ooh. Not just anyone can join. First of all, it's free to use. This looks like a tampon ad. You'll never have to pay. For my ladies, you'll never all get premium <laughs> subscriptions for simply inviting a couple friends. Gentlemen, if you want access to premium, that's on you. That's and on you, way, fam. Those are the only two options. Ladies and gentlemen. Ow! Getting into the right dating That's a stock school. photo. I did a Google image search. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> start off by building your perfect profile. No pronouns necessary. Okay. Also, is access to premium a euphemism, a sexy euphemism? Ooh, that's on you. That's on Ellis, you. That's on you. You want access it's, to premium? <laughs> I like how they run it like a shitty nightclub where it's like <laughs> ladies in free before nine as long as the ratios are good. Fellas, <laughs> thirst outside yeah. and then come in and be insufferable because the discrepancy between who pays and who doesn't is only adding to your hatred of women. I don't know. So here's mm. my here's my thing about things like this. It's like uh, w- question. Like, Question. why, why aren't they embarrassed? Like, why is this a thing that, that, that people are doing publicly? Because they're so proud of being un- You have to lean into unattractive. it. You have yeah. to lean into it, right? Because you will never see, like, I mean, you see Republicans, they do the victim thing when it, like, right. serves them. But in this instance, they can't just say, this is so fucked up just because all of my values don't align with a majority of other people out there looking for a romantic partner doesn't mean I have to suffer. And it's easier to say, guess what? We're all pieces of shit. And that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Welcome to piece of shit dater dot com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like, everyone's a piece of shit. So you're never going to have to hear about why you're a piece of shit. Yeah, that's like the whole, you know, safe space mentality of this. It's just to lean into it and say nothing's wrong with what we believe. But also, I also feel like in our, you know, I have friends who, so we're in New York and LA, friends outside of Chicago, say, who are trying to date. And every, ten, everybody who pops up is like, and I wish there was a no vax sticker you could right. have, or they're like somebody in like a, I can't say, uh, problematic shirts of, yeah. And <laughs> it's all like, it's all, all like it, completely conservative. And he's actually struggling to find somebody who's not like that. So I think right. it's, it's so contextual too. It's this victimization piece, which is, yeah. that's the part where I'm like, who, I'm sure you could find people in the normal yeah. setting if you weren't a piece of shit. The recent thing, like, again, I just, I, I feel like it's, it shouldn't be a surprise to you if your worldview is some people don't deserve shit why you live in a reality where you're experiencing some kind of deficit of human attention. I don't know. That might have something to do with it on a subconscious level. I'm not a fucking guru, but I just love <laughs> you are that... mine now. <laughs> <laughs> but like this idea though, with like conservatives now are like, and you know, we saw a tough guy, Ted Cruz be like, and you know what my pronouns are? They're kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. <laughs> okay. Asshole. Let me guess. You're so fucking secure in your fucking masculinity. I'm, a, I can only imagine because pronouns don't exist. How one of these MAGA patriot fuckwads would be if everyone misgendered them oh. with the wrong pronouns. If that would, but they'd be like, and that's fine, man. Cause that doesn't matter. Cause pro- yeah. like fuck pronouns. Like, okay. Because I would imagine with your very heteronormative worldview that if someone referred to you as, oh, she's mad oh. over and over, 
are you going to be like, that's fine. I don't care. That doesn't, that, that completely doesn't even matter to me. That's not part of my identity at all because I don't even know what a pronoun is linguistically. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Um, do you think that there are any people on Rhiannon and then I already forgot the name. Yeah, That's how Rhiannon's useless they app. are. Yeah. Uh, Rhiannon and then it's app. The right stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Hanging in tough that are not white. No. I'm sure. Well, the one mm. test person they had. Herschel like, Walker's son. Herschel Walker's son. Oh, yeah. Walker's Christian, well, no, but I believe. I Is is he not openly gay or is he not gay? Are we talking about Christian Walker? Yeah. Oh, yeah maybe. Oh, that's he right. He's, so he's not. Well, I'm not going to speculate, but either way. I'm not sure who is going to be on that app. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot. Look, there are plenty of, as I've seen it myself, plenty of people with uh, self-consuming, inward-focused white supremacy that takes over their mind. So sure. they may be there. And, you know, that's like the coolest person on the app. Do they get premium <laughs> access? Yeah, not if they have a penis. <laughs> Sorry, you have to pay with all the other losers. But I think what's another interesting thing is there's analysis, too, about dating, how it's Generally, it's skewing more uh, like men. There are going to be more lonely men as just like if you're looking very narrowly at like cis. Oh, but wasn't it because like your standards are go- women's standards are going up or just thank, have like more God. realistic boundaries, like not willing to put up with bullshit. So then there's mm-hmm. like men who are like, I-, I was raised like fucking with no skills of, of self-awareness. Also, the world is changing around me. Maybe I can go to my app called caveperson.com <laughs> my and, dick is small yeah right <laughs> the outcome of all this is we have less shitty dudes thumbs thumbs way up yeah yeah See, the problem with that though is that i i mean so i'm reading a book right now as rebecca knows it's called the men mm-hmm. and it is it came out earlier this year and um i believe it's sandra newman newhouse i'm so sorry i'll look it up so i can i will i'll have it by the end of this but um it's uh sandra newman. sci-fi about if um all the men disappeared one day right. every single person with a y chromosome disappeared in the same moment from the face of the earth and also like pregnancies disappeared and like all all y chromosomes disappeared shout out the x6 818xx um but it, it's like the idea that all of these shitty men go away is a great one except the problem is, is that in our world the shitty men don't go away they like band together and because become triply shitty and violent right. to everybody yeah. else so we gotta like fix the shitty men yeah, but if yeah, they're exactly. on caveman.com then how do we get to them caveman.com well hopefully then their technologies <laughs> won't evolve past sticks and stones and, like, they'll be they'll be frightened to death at the sight of a fucking flashlight right and that's right. how we beat them i'll strike um, a match yeah exactly like ah! Exactly. I'm a demon that you heard about in your cave stories. Uh, Well, Amy and Becca, thank you so much for joining us today on the Daily Zeitgeist. It's been awesome having you. Please come back. We'd love to talk with y'all more. Um, Where can people find you and follow you and listen to your work? Um, You can find us at Mashup American or MashupAmericans.com. And you can find our show, Love and Noribang, our newest show, which is this rom-com with L.A. is the narrator, played played by Randall Park, who is an other Los Angeles supremacist. Uh, It's starring Justin Min and Francia Riza, two other Angelinos. And it's all just about mashup love and, spoiler alert, it ends happy. So, right. um, <laughs> also fellow Bruin Randall Park, shout out Randall. Yes, he shout is, Randall. and yeah. uh, you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts. So that's that's a little. Anything else, Amy? Loveandnotebang.com. 
And you can find her at Awesome Choi. I just can't bring myself to do Twitter because it won't, might kill me. It's all, it's all good. Self-care, self-care, self-care. <laughs> good for you. Uh, and are there any tweets or, uh, that you'd like to shout out that you've been enjoying recently? Oh, boy. I really enjoyed Beto screaming mm. at the oh, heckler. Oh, you, motherfucker? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, funny. <laughs> I was like, I think that's a, like the energy I need in my life everywhere. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. calling somebody out exactly in the moment, exactly how they should be, and with no, no, like, di- no diplomacy. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amy? Oh, well, you know, we started off this whole conversation with splooting, splooting mm-hmm. and, and blimpology. But uh, <laughs> in that vein, my favorite tweet that I've seen recently was of a turtle getting like scrubbed by a veterinarian of all the algae. Uh, and it's just a turtle like all blissed out, like getting uh, scrubbed with a toothbrush. And it just really reminded me of my other favorite activity after Norebang, which is Jimjubang. And how bad I need to go and get all of the death scrubbed off my body. So yeah, that's go. I Love retweeted that. it. So if you go to Awesome Choi, you'll see it. And you'll see the blissfulness of this turtle getting his algae scrub. And you'll oh, also see that. a crab wiping the sand off its eyeballs. I like these little animal videos. Yeah. I'm going to say oh, yeah. it gives me joy. Gives yeah. me joy. Yeah. Well, there's something it, like it reminds you like I'm watching this turtle video now. It like reminds <laughs> you like being a kid and like your mom's like, let me cut your fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> you know and you're like, yeah, she's like, let me clean your ears. And you're like, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Did your mom's clean them with the little scoop? The bamboo stick? Hell yeah. Yeah. No, that's Ooh. Asian mom. That's an Asian yeah. mom situation. If you don't got that bamboo stick with the little with down the feather. With the puff at the end? Yeah. yeah. You're like, what the fuck is that for? I don't, I never, my mom never used that. And I'm like, the fuck is that for? I think it's like for dusting. Flex I need to be put on game. I need oh, maybe. This. Well, the other thing too is wax styles are different. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? Yeah. Because like, my mom, when she cleaned my ears, she'd always be like, she'd be saying like, you got like American people ears. Because uh, I didn't have like the Asian kind of earwax. Wait, Miles, Surprise, do you have to wear mom. deodorant? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to Oh, you were not yeah. blessed. You were yeah. not blessed. I can wear shoes with no socks though. Oh, that's oh, good. I mean, I stink them up. Yeah, so... You know, I'll get there. it where I can take it. I get it where I can take it. <laughs> and you best believe I cook using those long ass kitchen chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Let, let me know one time if you got that pair. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Daniel. Yes. My man, thank you so oh. much for joining me today. You're I got scared. A true legend, mate. Oh, oh, uh, what, uh, Sorry, you know, you already know. Where do they find you? What is, what's all that? What's the tweet you like? Let them know. Man, you can find me at the same old places on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, regrettably, at DJ underscore Danil, D-A-N-L. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DJ underscore D-A-N-L. Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays, playing video games, playing Dungeons & Dragons, having conversations, building computers, the usual, a little bit of everything. Uh, I got two tweets for you. Two tweets for you. Mm -hmm. One is uh, (laughs) from Emma Berquist at E.E. Berquist. Love being off Twitter a couple days, logging back on and immediately seeing takes like bookshelves are performative. It's like remembering why you stopped <laughs> hanging out with that one friend who was always trying to fight the bouncer. Oh, and fuck. Sometimes I'm like, I don't even. Yo, <laughs> I I hung out with that homie way too long. Huh. Where <laughs> every know. time you're like, yo, is he trying to fight somebody again? Uh, can we just not, please? Every time we came this... to a low, we came to a pinball bar because we didn't think it would be turned up enough, and he still found it. <laughs> We're playing pinball. Chill. Yeah. Uh, the second crazy. one, and this yes. is actually shout out to something we were talking about earlier. This is from Legend Marcella Arguello at Marcella Comedy. Love her. Love yeah. Marcella. She love truly, her. Shout out the, the woke bully. bully, the legend. You know what else I don't understand? 
when people go to a restaurant a million times, but only leave a review for the one bad experience they had, <laughs> I don't trust you. Right. I feel that. What's up yeah. with that? Okay. You should leave a million reviews. This place was great. Went back. Yeah. Great again. Went back for the 12th time. It was great again. Unreliable narrative. Truly, narrator. Truly unreliable narrator. I'll do a plug for Marcella because I love her so much, but she her HBO Marcella. special is coming up soon. Yeah. She oh, just recorded right. it in New York. I don't nice. know ex- the exact date. I wish I did, but she is a queen she and really everybody is. should listen to her album. Oh, yeah. Marcella, I'm sure we'll have her when that drops because hmm. Marcella is a great, uh, great guest. She's frequent a great guest. guest of the show. Great roast. Okay, let me see some tweets that I like. These some tweets that I like. Soul Nate, M. Nate Shyamalan tweeted, founder of Costco, drunk as hell. It's going to have hot dogs and optometrists. Um, which, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Like, let's do that. Cat uh, Damon at Corn on the Goblin That's tweeted, so telling a joke to a classroom. What does a cowboy cat say? Kindergartner. Giddy up. Me about to say meowdy. Meow. What, wait, wait, wait. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> uh, and then uh, one for uh, Mariana at It's Mariana with four N's. Wow, that's more than Ryan McEnany tweeted. Being a stoner is fun because if I have a horrible day, I make myself feel better with weed. And if I have a good day, I reward myself with weed. Uh, shout to that. Facts. Shouts to the plant. Uh, you can find me at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. You can find, you know, Jack and I on Miles and Jack got Mad Boosties, our basketball podcast. You can also find me on 420 Day Fiance. If you wow. like 90 Day Fiance, you like weed, you want to hear two immigrant kids scream about trash reality TV, check out 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Bitch. Alexandra and myself. Also, find us at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. Got a Facebook fan page and website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Yo, did Jack miss that yesterday? I feel like he may have missed it because he was so sick. Somebody Damn. somebody roll back the tape. If that happened, that was legendary. Uh, that's how sick That's how sick this man was. No flu game for him. Yes. Uh, episodes, footnotes, yes, where you can find all the articles we talk about as well as the song we write out on. We're going to go out on a track by an artist named Leia Sen. This track is called I Feel Like I'm Blue. And if you like, like, Fantagram, if, like, Fantagram and, like, Portishead, or, like, if Portishead got into, like, DIY beats, this is kind of, like, what the vibe would be. Uh, So this is I Feel Like I'm Blue by Leah Sen, two words, uh, and I believe London-based artist. So shout out to London. All right, y'all. We will be back later to tell you what is trending uh, and also... Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. So for more podcasts, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get them free. We'll see you later to tell you what's trending. All right. Peace. Happy Friday. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. 
I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Turbocharger customer experience results with nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com.